Colin. Hey, Simon, how are you doing? I'm good. Do you want to record like episode nine of Peas in a Podcast? I'd love to do that. Let's do that. Let's do that right here, right now. Let's do it now. I'll tell our friends and not friends oh, and our nemeses if they're listening mm-hmm. what Peas in a Podcast is. Well, uh, Peas in a Podcast is, is uh, it's a clever play on words. Uh, Peas in a Pod is a phrase. Um, podcast is a phrase. You take the middle part of those two <laughs> phrases and put them together. <laughs> is podcast a phrase? Yes. Or is it? Is it a word? No, it's a phrase. Um, oh, okay. What, a, what, does it, what does it mean? It means uh, podcast. Where does the word uh, podcast come from? Hmm. I don't know. One, many questions. Uh, write in if you know where the word podcast comes from. We won't give you an email address. Uh, we're twins. Uh, we are on the internet. And rather than just calling each other for conversations, <laughs> uh, we record this stuff and chuck it on the internet. Um, that's what happens. It's true, we don't phone each other as much anymore, do we? No. No. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we should. Maybe we don't need to. I guess. <laughs> Maybe this is all we have to say to each other. Uh, I've always said, son, there's nothing you can say to me that you can't say to any <laughs> anonymous person on the internet. That's what I've always said. It's Even before the internet was a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was weird when we were like eight. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, uh, podcast comes oh, yeah. from... I should um, pod from iPod. Hmm. What? So it's a branded. It's a branded so re- thing, is it? Well, apparently, originally, yeah. Golly. Who knew? And cast combining form from like broadcast and whatever. Because yeah. hmm. they make vodcast now, don't they? Is that where you drink vodka? That's right. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. You what? <laughs> <Need> some vodka. <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do like vodka, actually. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Sometimes I, mean, I, I knew that it on you, ice. I knew that you like to knock back wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I only knock it back if I'm trying to make myself go to sleep. Uh, uh, well, isn't that usually gin? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like gin. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't have you down as a vodka drinker, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, I didn't buy it, but if it's there... Just just lying around the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, if it's just there in a place where you can buy it, it'd be rude not to. Hmm. I mean, it has some advantages, I suppose. I feel like you're l- lumbering up to a joke here, but I don't know what it is. No, I just... <laughs> if it has some advantages, that's all I've got. Okay. Um, does, it mean, does it mean water in Russian, is it? I think so, but I wouldn't like to swear to it. Hmm. If you're Russian, vodka. let us know. What does vodka mean? Yeah. Crafter means truth. Oh, was that a magazine or newspaper or something? It's the uh, Soviet propaganda paper, yeah. It's also a play by Tom Stoppard. Um, Have you ever wondered, Colin, how you're going to die? Well, I'm a qualified actuary, so I know exactly how I'm going to die. How are you going to (laughs) die? I'm going to be hit by an ice cream van. Oh... Okay. Was, was that the sound of something being hit by an ice cream van in the background? Yeah, that was it. That was me putting my phone. I had to, had to correct, take a quick photo of Hargreaves because he's looking really gorgeous. But I'm back. I'm right. back. Good job, you're focused. Uh, yeah, no. So, so as, as, a, as a qualified actuary, name me a person. I can tell you how they're going to die. That's that's how that qualifying. Oh, Rika Johnson. Uh, she's already dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have not texted on her recently. So. Yeah. Considering that the usually there's a good six months between recording this and putting it up. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to become suspects in a murder trial, aren't we? Probably. Although it wouldn't be a great murder trial. No murder technique to just admit to it. Mm, but or I clever, could and I, would, and I don't regret it. A clever double bluff, you're saying? Oh, yeah. 
I do regret it. What? <laughs> well, the reason I ask oh, yeah. is because I was reading today that being vegetarian, as I am and as you are not, mm-hmm. gives me a something like 20% chance, a greater chance of not getting... No, that's not the right way to phrase it. Earth, you percent <laughs> 20% less likely to have coronary heart disease, but 20% more likely to have a stroke. Alright. Um. <laughs> is that fun? Is that a funny piece of information for a comedy podcast? Are we a comedy podcast? <laughs> I don't know. What are we? <laughs> um, okay, I... I because I, 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 as you say, I'm a meat eater, but um, so I, I don't care. Uh, but quite, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> quite, quite frequently you, you have these things with alcohol. It's like if you drink red wine, you're going to die this way or live this way, or yeah, yeah. Uh, it's usually they think things thing like red wine makes you live longer. Then like you read that it's compared to drinking beer or something. Is that what that's the <laughs> control? Is well, I'm used of. to reading these things and seeing that vegetarianism will make me live forever, essentially. Just. That's Hargreaves jumping on the table, in case you could hear that. Because <laughs> um, uh, it's always just like meat, meat causes cancer and liver disease and all sorts. I don't know. Um, I'm not used Plausible, to vegetari- so. vegetarianism making something worse. So, you can, so you're more likely to get a stroke, was it, or less likely to get a stroke? 20% more likely to have a stroke. Mm, but it's still like... Twenty percent of a very small number is still a very small number, isn't it? Or 120% of a small number. I don't know what, I don't know what likelihood I have. Maybe it was already like... 80% chance. Wow, so if that's gone up by 20%. I've got a 96% chance. Very good, very quick. I was, I was, I was going to test you, Zan, but that's uh, some impressive yeah. work. That's right. Hope I didn't raise no fool. <laughs> Something I've just said. Yeah, because yeah. usually when you say puppy, you're referring to yourself, but you seem to actually be referring to our father there. I was at that case, yes, yes. Yeah. That's better. So, that was Huggies jumping off the table <laughs> in case you could hear that as well. You don't really train that cat very well, do you? He's so handsome. Right. He's looking out the window. Oh, so brilliant. <laughs> I, was, I was sat on my patio uh, this afternoon, and a cat kind of just wandered through my garden and sat down and started washing itself. Oh, did it, was it lovely? It seemed quite arrogant, if I'm honest. Oh, have you seen it before? I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> do you mean you don't know? I've seen cats in my garden. I've got no idea if I've seen that cat before. <laughs> Oh, I love that cat. It's not the one that lives next door or, okay. or nearby, but it's, it may be a local cat. You love the cat, the cat that you've never seen that was in my garden. <laughs> I do. Right. I just sent you the photo of Hargreaves sitting on the window in case you wanted to see it. I thought I wouldn't ask first. Right. I'm, my, I don't have my phone here because I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> That'll be you can look at later. <laughs> I, I look forward to deleting that. <laughs> um, so, have you got a famous Colin to pit against my famous Simon? You know I have, son. You know I have. And uh, one of the greats, I think. One of the... Oh, my gosh. It's weird that you've saved it to number nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, one, he's an inspiration to me and to millions. Um, it's Colin Hay. Why do you keep going for people that no one's heard of? <laughs> you said Who on earth is Colin Hay? Colin Hay, uh, singer-songwriter, uh, guitarist, former <laughs> member of uh, Australian band Men at Work. Um, you might remember for someone who's not even used Colin Farrell yet. <laughs> you're really going deep into the Colin. You might remember him from the song uh, "I Come for Land Down Under." <laughs> I mean, the only Men at Work song that anyone's heard of. Yes, that one. Um, yes. Now you're a fan. You're a fan of Scrubs, son. Huh? You're a fan of Scrubs. I am a fan of Scrubs. Um, you know. That song, or the, the episode My Overkill, where uh, JD is followed around by a gu- guy playing guitar for a bit, and then I don't remember that Poxy name, smashes but... his guitar. Oh, that bit I remember, yeah. Yeah, that's Colin Hay. Oh, okay, cool, <laughs> cool. Um, well, am I Simon, and I was worried, but, but I'm no longer worried. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Amstel. All right. 
comedian slash presenter who I remember watching in Pop World, and he was very funny on Pop World. Yeah. I've not followed his career since, I'll be honest. Well, he but, um, did uh, Buzz Cox, didn't he? He's... He does, which I didn't watch. And then he did he put Granny's House, Mum's House, some, some sitcom. Some about being Jewish, wasn't it? I think so. And then he wrote a book about it being himself, I guess. Yeah. He did, he did that thing about people eating pigs or something. That seems weird for a Jewish person. Was it wasn't pigs. It was he did he did something about everyone becoming vegan and then talking animals, I don't know. It was very big for a while. Was it? Missed that. Um, but if it's if it's grist to the mail, I'll take it. Uh he's got something else out, hasn't he? I'm, I'm sure I heard an interview with him recently. He was selling something. Sure, he's always got stuff out. He's a he's a I mean he he's got a f- un- unlike one would argue Colin Hay <laughs> he's, he's got a career that is continuing into the future. Yeah. He's he's got a film out or something. Um Oh he has got a film out called I can't remember what it's called, but it looked looked alright. Didn't watch it, but I'm sure it's great. I did enjoy him a lot on Pop World for the little bit I saw of it. Um it was fun. He was openly mocking all pop stars to their face and most of them didn't seem to understand or were congr- contractually obliged not to understand. Hmm. Oh, he did it. Yeah, I don't know. His film. That was it. Empire did an interview with him because his film was out on DVD. It just struck me as a weird time to do an interview with someone. He thought, <laughs> sure, you do it when it's hitting cinemas. Maybe it never hit cinemas. I think it probably did the, the film. Um, what's the word? On festival circuit. And that yeah, probably. probably. Um, he reminds me of Richard Iowardi in some ways. He's okay, a, like irreverent. Kind of comedian who's become a film director. He does kind of indie stuff. Yeah. Everyone knows Richard Richard Ayoade. That's close. Um, Hopefully we'll get him on the show sometime. On this show? On this show. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe. We could probably get Colin Hay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Colin Hay released one song, appeared in Scrubs, um, presumably uncredited. Uh, He was very credited, huh? Very credited. <laughs> I think he had a song on the on the Garden State soundtrack. So is he like Brass Dad or something? Is that Brass a big fan? Uh. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to use to defend this nobody? <laughs> I think he's losing his hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that a plus for you? I'm increasingly uh, increasingly sympathetic to it. Okay. Well, aren't we all? Well, at this point, I feel like I've lost my hair, isn't it? I can no longer use the present continuous. But, um, yeah. How how anti-Semitic are you feeling? Because if I... I mean, not at all. Uh, <laughs> that was really my only last... My last avenue. Um, this is not... Um, Going to make the cut? <laughs> no, I mean, we should probably cut that. It's, also, <laughs> it's not a fascist podcast. No, I just... Because Colin Hay... Are there fascist podcasts? Oh, probably. Colin Hay is definitely worse than Simon Amstel. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, let me see. I mean, so, apart from the fact that Simon Amstel's a vegan. Uh, that, okay, that is quite annoying. Yeah. Each to their own. And Colin Hay's Australian, and therefore not a vegan. So, it, it's hard to imagine a vegan Australian. So the, Is Hay spelled H-A-Y or H-A-I-G-H? H-A-Y. Mm, that's not as interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer it's about the other way, is what I'm saying. Really? Well, I like and the director what Andrew. Do you mean hey. the other hey? You know? Yeah? Oh, I see. Yeah, no, I suppose I do. <laughs> it's clever. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I wouldn't have been able to have that joke with an Amstel surname. Um, I feel like you could probably do something with Amstel, though. It's a beer from uh, from Holland. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> interesting fact it's also so, I mean, a, more, more, what, more notably it's a river in Holland 
Is it? The How r- do you know all these things about... The River Amstel, what flows through Amsterdam. I thought it was the River Amster. No. It's the Amsterdam. No, I don't think that's right. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Becoming less sure from <laughs> Right in, if you know what the <laughs> river that is dammed in Amsterdam is called. Well, you're getting... You're doing that kind of... Oh, that's a picture of a cat. Uh, you're doing that kind of uh, cocky thing that's going to come back to bite you when you turn out to be wrong. I don't tend to mind that, to be honest. Okay, well... It's like, right, it's my, it's my happy place. <laughs> um, Amstel. It's not looking good, if I'm honest. There's a lot of Googling that happens in this show. It is, uh, it is, it is a beer from Holland. Okay, but yeah, great, 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 great. It's from Amsterdam, in fact. Okay. <laughs> so I think... Um, I asked. So I think I've got it. <laughs> um, also, didn't Hugo look gorgeous in that photo? I didn't really pay much attention to him, honestly. So oh, River Amstel. Here we are. It is. It's the River Amstel that flows uh, from Nuveen to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. The city of Amsterdam took its name from the river, but it's Amstel. And therefore, Colin Hay beats Simon Amstel, I think. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I'm sad that I was wrong about that, although not entirely surprised. Uh, uh, no, because you were mocking me, and I was all right. <laughs> I was. I'm still glad I mocked you. Yeah, no, fine. I, I don't regret that. Um, Okay, yeah, no, Simon Amstel's better. You, you, you win. <laughs> um, um, I think, have I drawn a level? I don't know. We can't stand this nine of them. <laughs> it's unlikely, isn't it? <laughs> five, maybe it's five, four to the Collins. I don't know. I haven't kept track. No, I, I, I have not either. I've not even kept track of which Simons I've said, so it's entirely possible. Well, this is partly why I've not used Colin Farrell yet, but now I know, <laughs> now I know I've not used him. <laughs> well, who knows? I don't think you have. I don't really recall. This is why you need a PA. Only that was a conversation we were having before this started. <laughs> Call back to before the podcast started being recorded. Colin Firth's got a new film coming out, speaking of Collins. Um, this is going to be in a new version of uh, Secret Garden. Is that something that anyone wanted? Uh, well, Julie Walters wanted it. I do love Julie Walters. I'm quite surprised that she's playing a role that Maggie Smith played 25 years ago. I kind of pictured them being of a similar age, but I guess they're not. Well, firstly, they're not. But secondly, Maggie Smith has been playing old ladies for the last 50 years. Yeah, right. she, she found her type and she aged into it. The lassie's playing Mary looks a lot like Sally Hawkins, or at least like a very young Sally Hawkins. I was going to say that's a weird age to put in. <laughs> to the extent I thought it was probably Sally Hawkins' daughter, uh, but it's not. Uh, that exclusive <laughs> brought to you by the Peas in the Podcast. The Peas in the Podcast? Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> oh, the Peas in the Podcast podcast, I see. I'm with, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, now, Sam, you, we, you, you know, I know, that you have a regular debate segment on this podcast. Mm, I do know that. Uh, and you um, have said to me that you're going to spring a debating topic upon me. Yes, I am going to, largely because I thought it was probably not good enough, and you might be like, no, let's not do that. But now you can't. Um, it, well, I can. <laughs> I suppose you can. Maybe it's, I will. And I'm trying to, how shall I phrase this? It's whether or not you should slavishly follow the rules to a board game. Um, it's a slightly leading question. <laughs> I think if you strike the word slavishly, <laughs> whether or not you should follow the rules to a board game. Didn't we do this? No, we did about Scrabble. Okay. It seems like, it seems like an extrapolation of the same thing, but fine. Well, if you've got something else, we can do that. Instead. No, let's do this. Uh, I mean, it'll be quick, because obviously you should play board games by the rules. So there's been many times when... We've been playing a board game as the family say, you, me, mum, dad. I'm, fami- I'm familiar. Yes. yes. Uh, fam- you are indeed familiar. <laughs> that's, that's very good. Yeah. Speaking of which, there's, um, a, there's, a, there's a game called Sagrada, which is, for, which is good fun. 
And uh-huh. I've only played it twice, but both times I've said, that sounds familiar, and uh, has got zero response. It's a, I don't understand It's a Sagrada Familia joke. What does that mean? It's a, it's a uh, church in Barcelona. I mean, that's a very <laughs> nice joke. People know the Sagrada Familia. I've never heard of it. Well, you're an idiot. Oh. <laughs> Maybe your friends are also idiots. <laughs> they, they'd heard of it. They just it must be didn't, think, didn't think it was funny. <laughs> I mean, if I'd heard of it, I'd have thought it was hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> I, need to find I, the, I need to find that crossover of people who find that joke funny and have heard of Sagrada Familia so far. What does Sagrada mean? I don't know, it's Spanish, isn't it? Was it the name of a family? Don't know. Anyway, so we've played games. We've been like, oh, shall we all just do this to make this game quicker or this to make this game more fun, blah, blah, blah. And you're like... (laughs) (laughs) Siding case. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we can't because of the rules. Right. And we're all like, but we're not a slave to the game. Much like... The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Board games are made for man, right. not man for the board game. We are not, we are our own masters, Colin. So your big takeaway from the Bible mm-hmm. was that we well, sh- the was that we shouldn't be following the rules. <laughs> <laughs> My takeaway is that there so, are things that are there. We don't need to be legalistic about it. So if you were some had been a, a, a wandering Israelite and Moses came down with the commandments, you'd be like, yeah, but it's more fun if we don't do that, isn't it? <laughs> um... That's, that's precisely what you're saying. <laughs> I like a bit of murder. It just makes it makes it fun, more fun for for us all. I don't think that's Quit exactly it what with I'm the saying. rules, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's more or less not what I'm saying. <laughs> just feels like you are. Uh, no, I, I believe some people who. I mean, sometimes if it's a really badly designed board game, I'm happy to, to deviate. And preferably not play it again. But or <laughs> if it's very, but if it's a, a board game that's good, it, a lot of thought will have been gone in, will have gone into the rules, and we've all signed up to those rules at the start of play. Signed up to? <laughs> uh-huh. It's when you start in the middle of the game, you're like, actually, no, can we change it? Well, this is why I don't think we need to treat board games like they're UN UN treaties. <laughs> it's more just like we're here to have fun. This is not fun because then inevitably what happens yeah. is that you just start grabbing money out of the bank or something similar. Like, well, yeah. if we're not going to play that role, why are we playing any rules? Exactly. I'll just take this hundred pounds. That's perfectly like, logical that's extrapolation. Not the same. If you're saying the rules don't matter, then I can just take money. I mean, that seems very monopoly based, but I would argue childish response. Uh, if by childish you mean utterly logical, <laughs> I mean, who would mean that by the word childish? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be really weird if that's what I meant by the word, child, word childish. I, mean, I, was, I was throwing you a bone because otherwise you're just wrong. <laughs> now, you're familiar with the game Rat Rope. No, Polyconomy. Poly- I'm familiar with the game Polyconomy. Where Dad invented a rule where we're not allowed to get, <laughs> get more than three bonds or something. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. So you're, I mean, fully, that... you're fully on board with that, are you? Because you're, you're Mr. Let's Change All the Rules. You're... Uh, excuse me, for the doctor. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I said was, if if most people are agreed, democracy, Karen. I love democracy. No, you don't. You're I love actively democracy. against democracy, but that's a diff- <laughs> different debate for a different podcast. Uh, I, so if, if one person goes rogue and makes up rules, like I should steal a hundred pounds from the bank, no, <laughs> anti. If together we're like, wouldn't it be this game be nuanced better with our own input? Wouldn't we work together to make a better world if we did this, rather than the rubbish world that Colin wants? <laughs> it doesn't feel. I'm pro that one. Feels very anti me. Very specifically <laughs> anti me. 
And I mean, most of these debate things are into you, I guess, in as much as things we disagree about. Mm, but it always includes suggestions that I want to make the world worse. <laughs> well, implicitly they do. Right. Well, I'm just happy saying that when you're driving down the motorway okay. and think, hey, tell you what, I'll go at 90. It'll be more fun. This is a bold thing to say from the man who has been on a speed awareness course mm. to the man who has not been on a speed awareness course. And I am now aware, Simon. I've learnt my <laughs> lesson. I've learnt that the rules are good things that are devised for us all to uh, play by, abide by. So if the government came in and said, actually, you can go at 75 on the motorway, you'd be like, well, I'm, when I got my licence, I signed up to 70, and I will not change that. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't say that. In much the same way that if a new version, is it because if I bought a version of a board game with, I would play by the rules of the board game as I bought it, as opposed to the original so you version. You are a slave to the manufacturer of the board game rather than to people around you are saying we should change the rules. Why is their word better than ours, Colin? Why do I think that the manufacturer of board game knows more about board games than you do? But Why because they make board games? The playing experience <laughs> than the people you are playing with. Because uh, I think you're an idiot, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I think that people who make board games know how to make board games. I stand by I both those things. Have, I will I stand by them under wrong. torture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you're so, it doesn't matter that I'm an Okay. Um, I think that you have an issue with authority that you're too tied to it, Colin, to be released. I think that you have an issue that you don't like losing and you make up rules to try and stop that happening. You think I don't like losing compared to you? Uh-huh. Good grief. <laughs> that is the opposite of every life experience we've ever had. That's not the case. Well, we seem to have, um, <laughs> we seem to have, um, not managed to solve this one. No, not really. Right in. Have your say. Hmm. Right. Yeah, no, let, let, us, let us know. Do you. That was how he's jumping backwards. <laughs> Uh, let us know. Um, do you like to play board games by the actual rules or by some made up <laughs> nonsense? There's your options. Um, <laughs> Marley, text me. Marley will say something. Um, does, does Marley have strong views on, our, on these things? I don't know. I don't think she. I'm trying to think if I've ever played a board game with her. I can't remember if I have or not. Cool. Um, good stuff. Uh, now, Simon, you're familiar with the, the recurring segment Does Simon Know Football Terminology? Oh gosh, are we doing that again? <laughs> yeah. You've done very well so far. I've got nearly 100%. Nearly 100%. Um, I, think get, I think you'll get these as well, son. I, think, I, feel, I feel good about this. Okay. I've uh, got a few. Uh, Is there more words? Good grief. And- <laughs> yeah, no, there are more. Um, what do you say, son, a dropped ball was? Well, this sounds like a trick question. <laughs> Presumably it's a ball that someone's dropped. <laughs> yes. When would you have a dropped ball, do you think? Um, if you're... Doing a throw-in and don't throw it very far. No, it's, it's worth worth a shot, <laughs> as it were. I'm trying to think. The only people who hold the ball are the goalkeeper and people doing throw-ins. So if it's not the throw-in person, it has to be the goalkeeper. No, there is a third well, person who, who in this... Oh, the referee. The referee gets to drop the ball. Ah. So when does he drop the ball? Uh, well, basically, or she. Or she. Or she. Or she. Um, basically, it seems to be if, if there's... Some, it wasn't actually a free kick. It was kind of a... Um, we just had to stop the play, and it's no one's fault. They just they do a drop ball. And the idea is you just have got a bit bored. Well, and yeah, it's like yeah, we, we <laughs> saw, they saw a cat or something. <laughs> like, everyone oh stops. <laughs> I would stop. I'm, sure, I'm not sure you'd ever start. But that's, no, you're right. I can see a cat right now. Good, good. Um, uh, and in fact, from this season, they they brought in if the ball hits the referee, it's a drop ball. But generally, he uh, drops it, and two players compete to see if they can get it. But 
uh, sometimes so he just like just throws it down on the ground and just lunge at it yeah basically or they usually actually yeah. are, are agree that only one person goes for it but sometimes they try uh, well you failed on that one you failed on that one uh, what oh, would you dear. say son um, let's go for a nice easy one what, uh, the woodwork I mean the stadium <laughs> nope <laughs> how's that easy like what's made of wood like the goalposts aren't um Nothing's made of wood at a stadium. I can't think what. Unless it's like it's something with formation. Is it like, um, like st- stable midfielders? <laughs> uh, I like the thinking, but no, it's it's um, it's not. Actually, <laughs> uh, I, g- I give up. It, What's woodwork? It is actually the goalpost. Um, on the basis what? that originally they would have been made from wood, I think, and the name was stuck. So, yeah, right. so if it's the balls hit the woodwork. Hmm. Uh, here's one more for you. We'll finish from this. Um, yeah, I better get one the this time. Uh, and this is one that I would have talked to you, talked talk about to you more than anything mm, else. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to talk about football. We're all very well aware of that. <laughs> what do you say the championship playoffs are? Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I do know this. Okay. Give me, so, championship is the second division. Very good. Yeah. After the Premiership League. Premiership League, sure. Is that not called the Premiership League? Um, it used to be in my day. It used to be called the Premiership and then it was called the Premier League. So yeah, kind of combination whatever. of those things. Yeah. Cool, whatever. Um, well, we used to call the First Division or possibly before that called the Second Division. Yes, tr- but both those things are true. Very good. Um, so the playoffs, I think, are going to be between the teams who are third and fourth in the league because the first two get automatically promoted and the third and fourth is play decide who's the third person who gets third team that gets promoted that, that's very close it's very close it's actually played between third fourth fifth and sixth so they have a Ooh, right. of course, everyone's in it's basically the whole league <laughs> you'll remember someone when Wolves got promoted in 2003 through the playoffs um, they, no no <laughs> I, I, I would have no. Talk, talked about it a great deal um, but, I remember them being in the premiership mm. because you whinged all about that and then, and then immediately getting relegated yes yes that is true which I loved <laughs> possibly meanly wow that's did I love it I don't think I loved it actually I think I was this sort of is slightly funny that you bought that silly kit with the premiership that blazoned all over it. <laughs> and <laughs> and rightly so. No longer true. <laughs> well, you s- I mean... Are Wolves currently in the premiership? Yes! <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm supposed to know. <laughs> Do you never not understand anything I say? No, of course We not. finished seventh in the Premier League last season. Are you a member of the team now? Very good. Never gets old. Uh, we were, anyway, that's... I'm going to... I'll give... It's close. You can, I, I'll take I've it. Made them, I've point. made them harder this time. You have made them harder. I'm going to wager that almost no one listening to this knows the answer to these. See, I would have thought most people would know the woodwork, but I guess, I guess not. Um, I was thinking the other day, and I haven't given you any time to prepare this, are there any, like, th- normal everyday things that you should be able to cope with and work out but can't? Just, like, things that are too hard and for no reason. I'll give you an example of the one that I have okay. that will help. If I'm driving my car... And I see someone in the we- in the rearview mirror indicating. Yeah. I have no way of knowing <laughs> which way they're going. I cannot, for the life of me, work out which way that indicator is telling me they're going to go. I can look at. I can try and work it out for like five minutes. Yeah. I mean, not that they'd be indicating for that long, but it's like no clue. There's no way of knowing. It's too hard. Um, I, it's, I mean, it's a tough concerning, but I have I've done it in the past. Um, <laughs> Indeed, when I've been particularly tired, kind of thought the car was in front of me. That was very, oh, that's, that, that's, that's very I, weird. That's when I realised I had to put over and have a nap. <laughs> it's like Inception or something. Mm. Um, 
Can, can you tend? Do you, do, do you tend to know which way a car's going when it indicates? Yes. That, you? Yes. Uh, maybe other people can do that. I assumed other people could do I that. I mean, it's but it's like I don't know how they do it. If it's if it's on the left hand side, they're going left. <laughs> nope. <we've lost> <laughs> Who's left? Mine or the mirrors? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? It doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh boy. Um, <laughs> am I having a stroke right now? Yeah, very, very positive. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess to a certain extent you don't really need to know. <laughs> no, I just like, they'll do what they want to do. <laughs> I can see if people are coming forward in front of me, I know what they're doing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, do you have anything like that? This is not quite the same thing, but you know how people um, hold phones with their shoulder and talking to them? Mm, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. I've, yeah, that's weird. I've never been able to do that. Um, if I try and like landline, yeah, you kind of like classic thing. And apparently, it's quite bad for your shoulder, anyway, but that kind of classic yeah. thing of just chatting away with both your hands free. Whenever I've tried to do it, the phone just kind of slipped out. Of it. Either that or I end up kind of moving my head massively over to the side just to try and hold it in place. Oh. I don't know how people do it. Can you do it? Yeah. yeah. And we have, like, the same body. Sure. <laughs> if that's how twins work. I mean, where, where do you put your shoulder? I mean, is it at the bottom of the phone, I mean, I the do... top of the phone? Is it? I don't... Okay, I'm going to try it with my mobile, because, I mean, mine was a bit slippier. Ouch. I just hit myself <laughs> with my mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was wearing earphones. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, shoulder is at the top of the phone, chin is at the bottom of the phone. Yeah, I, just, I just can't do it. Yeah. It's like jumping I... off things again. No, that was me putting the phone back down. All right. Huggies is sit staring at the laptop. Mm. He does sometimes try and bite me when I'm talking to people on Skype. So, mm. so uh, yeah, I mean, I, at work I've got a headset, so I don't need to uh, don't need to have to do it. <laughs> actually, I'll tell you what, it's like hen's teeth and uh, getting one a headset actually works with your phone. For some reason, when we moved office, they gave us all brand new headsets and then we all plugged them to the phone. They didn't work. Like, oh, yeah, they only work in the laptop. Oh, brilliant. So, uh, but when I was up in Edinburgh, I managed to snaffle one. I just hold the phone with my hand and I get a phone call maybe once. I mean, I can do that. Six weeks. <laughs> really? <laughs> so it's not, I mean, everyone works work in the there? same office, so they can just walk over and talk to me if they want to. Okay. So, who do you get your phone calls from? Very occasionally, I'd, like they'll put through a supporter who wants to talk to someone. Oh. I mean, that's happened once so when i say once every six weeks i've been there for three months right okay. <laughs> happened once so it's just somewhere in the middle of that yeah, well, good averaging in my last i've never i've never really worked in a job actually the bodily and i speak to people on the phone quite a lot but i didn't have a need to consult a computer off that often whilst i was doing it or if i just held it whereas yeah since then no one has ever really phoned me yeah see i'm sometimes on quite long conference calls and things so i have to i suppose i just tend to go to a meeting room in old jobs if i need to speak to you mm. Mm. i've uh, on speakerphone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sweet, across sweet speakerphone. Here's the rest of my teams in Edinburgh. Carl, do Edinburgh. Uh, Carl, do you remember? Do you remember? This is the do you remember segment. I, in case that wasn't clear, I do remember the do you remember segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, performing at the Swan Hotel in Worcester. Oh, vaguely. Uh, it was when we were members of the Elgar Junior Singers. Um, the uh, most, what's that? The least uh, practiced. <laughs> not sure we had it. We were we we practiced every week, and yet we didn't really seem to ever get anywhere. Um, there were never that. There weren't a high percentage of people willing to make any noise with their mouths. <laughs> no, it was very quiet. Um, my, 
I mean, if we if we step back a bit and think about the Elgar Junior Singers, which <laughs> I only had to join because you wanted to join it. It's not how I remember things, but I also don't remember at all why we joined. So Rob possibly do. No, I just remember that uh, at that point in my schooling, uh, Monday night was piano lessons, Tuesday night was orchestra, and Wednesday night was Elgar Junior Singers. None of which I think I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted to do orchestra. So it wasn't until Thursday I had an evening I could do something I wanted to do. Um, but yes, uh, we nailed the audition by, by being <laughs> willing so to be I was so nervous about that audition, but literally everyone got in as far as I could tell. I do remember one of the songs we did, that it was, we must have been doing it for a good month or two before the guy leading it realised that we weren't harmonising, we were just singing the tune an octave lower. <laughs> um uh, but yes, the, I do. Yes, the the Swan Theatre. We'd been engaged to, as part of a whole medley of things to sing. Some was it walking in the air. It was walking in the air. Um, Had our voices broken? I can't remember. I think they were kind of breaking, but we were still singing soprano, okay. or maybe alto. But we we were singing in a high pitched voice. Yeah. Um, we had never rehearsed it on that stage, obviously. Well, obviously we hadn't. Uh, I do remember kind of being as a group told off because we hadn't like come on and left properly despite that no one had ever told us what we were supposed to be doing. Well, if we told us that we weren't, didn't stand up and sing when we were supposed oh, to. Oh, yes, that was it. Nobody had told us when we were supposed it's to like sing. You didn't come in. It's like, well, no one had told us to. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's weird looking back that we performed for the public when we were <laughs> frankly terrible. <laughs> yes, and it wasn't just parents of people in it. It was genuine members of the public. Mm. Quite a big venue. Yeah, I mean, because we, we, we had some fairly good singers in there. And, and as you say, a lot of people, he didn't really do anything. Tristan? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're listening, Tristan, hi. You're a rubbish, mate. Um, <laughs> he was terrible. Uh, yeah, you, me, and a guy called Ben, was there a Ben or something? Um, not, Ma- not Matthew. There was definitely a Johnny, because he was the guy who I had it- met previously in hospital. When I broke my arm. <laughs> yes, of course he was, wasn't he? So I broke my arm, so I was in hospital overnight, but he'd been in for weeks or months because he'd fell, fallen through a loft hatch and broken a lot of bones. So he was kind of a, a bit of a celebrity on the ward. Yeah. <laughs> but not in the Elgar Junior Singers. No. Yeah, we, I mean, we performed in, uh, in church. We performed in a little place around the corner from the in Worcester. Yeah. Huntington Hall. Good Lord. <laughs> Yeah. People must have been so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they go on a tour of South Africa or something? Not long. Well, after. after we left, they went to South Africa and Germany. Oh, they just—it's it's amazing to me that this group <laughs> was just—I mean, they weren't terrible, but they're just nothing. It was kind of like we sang two <laughs> songs, and that was it. That wasn't harmonising. It wasn't a good calibre of singer. I still remember the part we sang, or at least beginning for "To Memory." Oh, yeah. Midnight, all alone on the pavement, as the moon lost her memory, she is shining alone. I do remember the, uh, the, the Benjamin Britten song where we just go, cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> and can't have been good to listen to. No one could be like, oh, how charming to hear these 12 year olds repeatedly say the word cuckoo. I must have been, if was that, we were at high school, so I must have been a bit older. Sometimes our voices were broken, maybe. Um, but yes, the uh, it was. I don't. I don't remember being told that we were going to do this much in advance of it happening. <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, by the way, this next week you're doing this. All right, okay. Yeah. Fuck up. Um, yeah, I certainly was. I don't. I certainly wasn't nervous at all. I just I guess I didn't care. Yes, that's <laughs> fair. I think we were the best singers there, and, and not saying that we were particularly good singers. Mm. It's just it wasn't a very good group. I was thinking because so. um, I was on stage 
doing some improv stuff this Wednesday and I got quite nervous ahead of that and I think there's sometimes I go up on these stages and like like when we did village shows with our parents hmm. I didn't care if that was any good um, yeah so, it wasn't no uh, so there's no nerves there at all really whereas this I kind of did care uh, so. you. and it was better yeah, what <laughs> Uh, well, I, think I, it's I, I always had great fun in the stuff. But, um, oh yeah, it's a great time. More fun, than I, more fun than I had in the Ergo Junior Singers. <laughs> Not that I particularly disliked the Ergo Junior Singers. I used, used to think of it chiefly as a time we got to go to the big Woolworths and I could buy some CDs each week. Alright. <laughs> there's memories. There's to be said of it, I suppose. All alone on the pavement. I wonder if they're still going. Oh, I assume not. <laughs> Who knows? No way, no way of finding out. Um, I guess we'll never know. Do you ever? Do you remember for me? Nope. <laughs> oh, no, okay. <laughs> didn't prep that at all. If I'm honest. Um, Excellent. Um, and I can then my mind always always immediately goes blank of anything we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Have we met? Uh, do you remember, tell you what, son, Do you remember flambards? I do remember flambards. So for those not initiated, flambards is a theme park to be generous <laughs> in Cornwall um, I think probably had a couple roller coasters it had an exhibition of wedding one dresses one roller coaster three I think. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding dress exhibition yeah. was there for a long time um, it it was advertised uh, at least it has now advertised because my friend Mel went there not that long ago as the best day of the week which is um, setting low expectations, which it may may be just right. about met, but but wasn't very far from our great aunt and uncle who lived in Cornwall. So for a long time, it was the only theme park we'd been to. Mm. Um, and I quite like a roller coaster. I particularly liked them then. The rest of the family not so keen. I do recall going on the country's most southerly roller coaster, mm. which was bee themed, and well, the Hornet. Oh, yes, it was called The Hornet. And it's still and going must... uh, on, on the website. The Hornet is still there. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> we were, at that point, let's say 12, maybe, around that. We, were, we went several times. Mm. The one time was on time. We were still growing. Um, I, at that point, was slightly taller than you, I recall. Okay. And we were not... I think we weren't tall enough to sit sit on our own or something, and they had they said that the shorter person had to sit on the taller oh, person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually, like a child sitting on an adult's lap, for example. <laughs> Instead, I had to get around and sing with Colin, maybe half a centimetre <laughs> shorter than me, <laughs> sat on my lap. Yeah, that was just not very comfortable. That was that was great fun because the Hornet um, had opened up between one time we were there and the next time we were there. So mm. we were we were very excited. I think because the others were kind of like more fairground rides, so, um, yes. rather than an actual proper roller coaster. I also recall Simon, um, forgive me, uh, that you were convinced it was the world's most southerly roller coaster. <laughs> I, was, I would not accept my, my suggestion that it was the, perhaps limited to the country. <laughs> well, maybe it's the world's most southerly. <laughs> maybe, <roller coaster>. maybe. <laughs> I've not been in any that are more southerly. Your geographical knowledge is not always excellent. It is not. <laughs> Oh, bless Dad would go on rides with us despite the fact that he gets very sick on them mm. and hates them. So I've, I've not been to a theme park in a very long time because I say Flambards is fairly tame and as you say, equally devoted to dresses. and I seem to remember First World War uh, mannequins and oh, stuff. Yes. Or wasn't, there, wasn't there somewhere that was kind of supposed to be like a Japanese earthquake or something? Oh, yeah. yeah going... Well, I don't know if it was specifically Japanese. Maybe it was. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> so it's, it's like a simulator. Yeah, you kind of... Go in and some stuff would fall off some shelves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
There you go. And it's got all sorts of nice. It's got, yeah, a, had everything. It's got a, everything. a Jurassic Jurassic Journey in it. Alright. It's got the other oh, demon drop. I was never brave enough to go on the demon drop. No, I don't think I went on that. It's got mi- so. mini golf, which uh, the picture they've chosen of it is of two people in fox outfits, I think. Or maybe bears. I don't know what they're supposed to be. Um, yeah. um yes, yeah, so I went to Alton Towers oh, ten years ago or something, um, which is the maybe the last time I've actually properly been to a theme park. It was great fun. It should be more often. You do you like rockets now? You used to hate them. Did I? You wouldn't go on them with me. We went straight to Manor Park. I don't recall that, but uh, yeah, well, I, 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 yes, I certainly wasn't. Aware, I didn't know if I liked them or not when we went to Alton, uh, Alton Towers, so it was a bit of a, a gamble. But yeah, I did. Apart mm. from the um, the one that just it would kind of span you around and round and round, I felt incredibly sick after that. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There is the St Giles Fair that comes to Oxford every year. That I have a rule that I'm not going to go on a roller coaster that was only put together earlier that morning. Yeah, I've got to say I would not go on one of those. <laughs> um, they do not look safe. Um, I'm sure St. Giles Fair has done their risk assessments. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm always amazed awesome. by those ones. They always have like branded paintings and stuff, like Simpsons or something like that. Like, this must be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and often just pictures of out-of-date pop stars. It's like, I don't think you've asked Jessica Simpson's permission to put this up here. And it's not making me any keener to go on this teacup ride. I'm that you recognise Jessica Simpson. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't? She's an actor, isn't she? Does she act... Well, she acted as well. She was in Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. And uh, em- Employee of the Month, I seem to remember she starred in. Uh, what's she up to now? Who, who knows? I couldn't tell you, son. I could not tell you. Tesco, if you're listening. Uh, we don't really want you on the show, to be honest. No, um, no. <laughs> no we've, got, we've booked Colin Hay for the next 25 episodes. 25 so. Okay, do you yeah. we'll make it that far? He insisted. He's got a very good agent, which it just it sounded a bit like him with, with a slightly higher voice. It was him. It was I, 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 got, I, got, I got I got the <laughs> And he was like twenty five or nothing. And looking back, <laughs> yeah. I should have chosen nothing. <laughs> I regret that. I would I, I'd be, I'd like to ask him about his inspirations. <laughs> Plural. Where do, you, where do you get your ideas from? <laughs> <laughs> well that can be episodes one to twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's a song that reference Vegemite. That's pretty good stuff. I mean sure. I mean Vegemite's one of those things that um, when I became vegetarian, mum, bless her, and it's still to this day, will occasionally, or oh, whenever I go home, will often buy things in for me to eat. It's that, nice, isn't it? <laughs> I like eating. That sort of vegetarian equivalent of things. And often gets a Vegemite, despite the fact that Marmite is also vegetarian. Mm. But it's uh, yeast extract, and yeast is living, isn't it? So, so. I mean, so is plants. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're happy to uh, massacre the yeast. And what doesn't live? I guess like dairy products. Mud? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, does it? Wood? <laughs> oh, wait a minute, oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> this nail I'm I holding. De- I guess wood is, like, dead. Yeah, I guess the plants are dead when you eat them. The animals that's are dead true. when you eat them. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to just live off mud. <laughs> metal. I'm also not going to eat metal. <laughs> like cardboard. <laughs> I mean, I guess eat iron. Is that is iron in food the same as iron blocks? Is it metal? Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Very weird. Like, how do they get metal into broccoli? I couldn't tell you <laughs> how they make. That's my friend. That's how they make spears. That's my I Emily, guess. she knows about these things. Spears. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's sort of okay. Jake. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Uh, dear, what other segments do we have on this, this thing? Uh, well, we've got the celebrity impressions. Yeah. Um, do you have any celebrity impressions, son? Sort of. <laughs> well, do, do you want to go? Just go for it. Just do it. What are we, talk, what are we talking about? I don't know. Broccoli. Yeah, I guess that I could um, eat some broccoli. Um, and I could, yeah, I could eat. Uh, yeah, I would eat some broccoli. <laughs> um, I mean, it's riveting stuff. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, it sounds like you with a lower pitch voice. So are you doing an impression of me? <laughs> I am doing an impression of you. Wow. <laughs> and you also say um at the end of things when you have made a sort of joke, but not really a joke joke. Oh, well, I'm gonna be, Is that something you knew you did? I'm going to be so self-conscious about that. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Is she, well, son, you basically, you're just pausing for laughter, I guess. Uh, she like that. Yeah, like that. Like that, like that right there. <laughs> oh, man. Have I ruined your life? Yeah, I've ruined my life. I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, it's not offensive or anything. No, but still, it's... <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I can find another, some more shtick to do. Yeah. Probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just lean into it. Okay. Um. <laughs> there we go. It feels natural. Do you have a celebrity impression? Uh, am I a celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, listen, when I listen to the podcast, and if, I, if I've ever put on like a lower voice, I thought that sounds exactly like Colin. So I'll just do try that. I just wanted to do an impression of you now. <laughs> <laughs> feel free, but I might guess it quite quickly. Okay. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, broccoli. Uh, well, yes. Well, uh, well, well yes. I, 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 broccoli, yes. Well, uh, yes. I'll do. I, 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 oh, yes. Well, well, yes. I'll do like a little bit of broccoli, yes. Well, 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 yeah, well. Is that what I sound like? <laughs> um, is that Boris Johnson? It is Boris Johnson. He's a very good Boris Johnson. This one. No. That's the quickest I've ever got one of your impressions, or possibly the only time you've ever, 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 ever got it. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Thank you. I'm going to be just exclusively uh, prime ministers, past and present, from uh, <laughs> from now on. My my Lord North is a <laughs> spot on. I'm not sure that I know who he is. Let alone recognise. I think a bit of a stab. I'm entirely sure he's a prime minister. Yeah. Lord North. Mm. Well, I mean, I assume he comes from before we recorded sound. So <laughs> good luck. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, mean, I, I always did Gordon Brown, didn't I? So I guess I'm covering the, uh, I did. the, the gamut of British Prime Ministers. I think you picked the ones who have the most distinctive voices. Hey, do you want to get controversial since we're talking about Prime Ministers? <laughs> you're, you're, sure. you're a fan of old Justin Trudeau. I do love Justin Trudeau, but yeah. He like, Are we going to go super topical? We're going to go super topical, which means you might need Are we to... Are going to talk about blackface and brownface on this podcast? Because that feels off-brand to like, dive into actual issues. Yeah, it does a bit. Like... I guess my main question is. Okay. I feel free to cut it. <laughs> Why yeah. did brownface become a phrase? I've never heard that before. It was. All, I mean, it was quite a while ago. Really? Because it was all. How was it different to blackface? It tends to be about s- Southeast Asian people. Huh. I've never come across and that before. Whereas black is about Afro-Caribbean people and you know, African American. So poor old uh, Justin, who's like, yeah, I don't, don't know how many times I've done that. It does seem like there probably will be more. You'll find them. I might do it again. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I just can't. I can't help myself. Am I doing it now? I don't know. I did like Lenny Henry. Um, apparently yesterday. Oh, that's going to date this. Um, says um, <laughs> he introduced himself. He's been talking. Said hello. I'm Justin Trudeau. Which, uh, 
That's pretty good. Wow. Uh, but then um, someone pointed out that um, Come Fly With Me, I think, the which was uh, David Williams and Matt Lucas, which came out ooh, 2005, maybe, something like that. Um, maybe a little bit later, 2008, 2009. Uh, they were doing blackface. <laughs> it's like, really? how did that Cause I've, get on yeah. air? <laughs> It was certainly, well, I think I was in Bristol, so it must have been 2007, but uh, I think, how on earth did that happen? That is bizarre. That is not long ago. I, but I also feel like there's a lot of people saying he's apologising. I mean, it's not for me as a white person to decide whether or not people should forgive him. Well, you say um, that. I, I'm going to say I, that. I, 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 I think that the concept of forgiveness transcends the uh, the sin. So I would. I suppose. I mean, I'm v pro forgiveness, yeah. but also I am not hurt by him doing it, so I don't think I need to weigh in on him. But I also, I also think I have never done black brown face or black face. It feels really easy not to do it. It's not. It's not one of those things like, oh, we all did it in the eighties. Um, I have not done it. Oh, okay, however, however, <laughs> okay. I was in a, a fancy dress uh, thing. We were all doing Harry Potter characters, mm-hmm. and uh, I had some dreadlocks. A dreadlock wig that I already had from, from playing, or from not playing, from dressing up as uh, Ruth Hullet, I think. Was it Ruth Hullet? Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, so I was like, right, I'm going to be Lee Jordan, who is who is black, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't change the colour of my skin. Is is that bad? I think I'm probably not the person to speak to as an expert on this. Dreadlocks, I think, is a is a grey area. Uh, then the, but I think it's alright to pretend to be black people without pret- painting your face black. Well, that's the thing, is it? I don't know. Costume? Yeah, I think. I, well, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> the last costume party I went to, which was a long time ago, I was an iceberg. If I were to do blackface, right? Hear me out. Oh, gosh, hear me out. That's not a sentence I wanted to hear <laughs> on this podcast. I'd say that I was dressed up as Justin Trudeau. <laughs> is that like a I think still not in no? okay. I think maybe it's just an area to stay well away from because Robert, Robert Downey Jr. was Oscar nominated for a role in which he played someone who was doing blackface which even at the time I thought was extraordinary <laughs> and I couldn't believe that he was doing it mm. and that was what, 10 years ago-ish yeah it's minefield isn't it it's minefield you don't know what I mean just don't do it it's not like you don't know what you can get away with it's political it's gone mad there's no situation in life where you'll be disadvantaged by not doing that. <laughs> it's like I really can't get through the day without pretending to be a black person and painting myself to look like that. Like just don't, just don't do it. I'm trying, I'm trying really to think easy. of a country something, but no, I think I think you're right. I think it doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be done. There was that. Um, oh, I have played a woman on stage. Oh yeah. So, hmm. Now was that film White Chicks where uh, two black guys? I think one of the Wayans brothers. I assume. Um, very, very unrealistically portrayed white women. Yes. That's a film that must I have think... been bad, right? Oh, of course I see it. I've never seen it. But yes, because white people have not, are not victims to systemic racism in the same way, I don't think that matters. Well, I'm against it still. It's my, it's my view. A... I mean, I'm against that film <laughs> existing. For <laughs> sure. Uh, but they're just as women and... Women are systemically disadvantaged. So who knows? <laughs> um, I thought you wouldn't like using the word systemic, but it's one of those things that people who don't like the Guardian don't like the word dis- systemic, and without any actual reason for it, as far as I can tell, other than they don't like the Guardian. I don't mind the word systemic when you're talking about systemic risks, on which I covered in my actuarial exams back in the day. Don't you mind that? No, you can talk, about, system- you can talk about systemic risk as much as you like. <laughs> I already have. I'm trying to get- I- not at all. Do you get offended um, when people dress vaguely similarly and say, look, we're twins? I do get offended if people claim that wearing the same clothes makes them twins. Because 
Not only do we not have the same dress sense, sure. you in the past have refused to put on a jacket so I could see what it would look like on me, and I still don't know why you wouldn't just put it on. Uh, maybe because I thought it was this. stupid and we don't look the same. We do look the very similar, yeah. and I was like, I just want to see what this jacket. I mean, how it's basically like having a walking, talking mannequin. You can tell me what I'd look like in my clothes, and you won't do it. No, I won't do that. No, I mean, if you want to know what, why? You, want to know what you look why? like in your clothes, wear your wear the clothes and look at yourself. You've already learned that I can't understand mirrors. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Basically, you are useless as a twin. Right. <laughs> No offense. That's 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 fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, but it's okay. Speaking of twins, oh yeah, I'm going to segue into desert island people. Oh yeah, but you can only be rescued, or only so you can only have people on the there with you who are twins. And let's just say for the purposes of this that you you can't have family members. So am I choosing a, a pair of twins? They don't have to. Be, they don't have to be twins of each other. No, they just have to be twins. Hmm. Um. And for those not familiar We've with this segment, in case anyone's in our, tuning in for episode 9 for now the first time. Defunct, and our defunct segment, oh, did, Famous Twins. I forgot about that. Do you want to, skip, do, you want to do something else on the, on the island? Probably, yeah. Okay, fine. Um, you'll never know what twins we would have had. But we pick people who we'd like to be stranded on a desert island with, generally with the idea that they might be the best people to help escape, but also could be there for other reasons. So Colin, you're, you give me a different sort of person slash non-person like fictional animals be the best oh yeah that was good um uh, Canadians okay right no okay <laughs> not choosing Justin Trudeau right okay <laughs> me three. um he seems like he can adapt to his environment um oh no this is unacceptable <laughs> <laughs> this might get cut yeah no fair um that, yeah cut that uh, even though it's hilarious I probably could leave it in. I'm not much of an editor, I'll be honest. But we are anti-racism. Uh, so yeah, no, definitely, definitely anti, anti-racism. Um, I'm going to choose uh, Wayne Gretzky. Who's that? Oh, that's the hockey guy. The ice hockey it? player because uh, he's tough. Um, he's 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 rock hard. Uh, I imagine he must be. He's an ice hockey player. He's probably lost his teeth a few times. Um, yeah. So I reckon he can like if there's any wild beasts on Silent Island, he can fight them off. With, with, I remember the guy, the Airbnb guy we had in Canada was amused and slightly affronted by the fact that I didn't know who Wayne, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Is that, isn't, Wayne Gretzky was. Arguably still don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, like, if he, he's the most beloved Canadian um, in Canada. Is he? I mean, not worldwide, but in Canada, I would say he's the most beloved Canadian. Just, just for playing sport? Yeah, but Canadians love ice hockey. <laughs> Um, so I reckon it would up our chances of being saved. Um, oh, okay. And Michael J. Fox, because he's the greatest. Oh, you do love Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Just the chat team. Yeah, basically, it's like, whilst, whilst Wayne Gretzky is fighting animals with a stick, we can chat about Back to the Future. <laughs> and we're going to say that he's had enough medication washed up with him to last him for a while, because you don't want him to be ill. Sure. I'm just worried about him. Yeah, no, as a, as a, as a pioneer of... Well, as a, as a man, he suffers from Parkinson's and also has raised a lot of money for Parkinson's. And he's a great guy as well as a great actor. And yes, he'll have his medication. Well, my first Canadian is going to be Shania Twain. Of course. Love Shania. I think she'd be worse than useless in a crisis. She's getting eaten by animals. So, I mean. Yeah, she is going to die. But Because um, I feel like she would... I don't know, she doesn't seem like she's got a good survival instinct and I don't know why I think <laughs> that. But... Um, but she, she's got. She's a cheery person, uh, and she could sing to us. Well, some of her songs put down a few octaves lower than they used to be. 
Anyway. <laughs> Are you um, saying that Shania Twain doesn't have the vocal range she once had? Well, she had Lyme disease and her vocal oh, range had changed. Yeah, that's it. Well, she, she might get again on the island, hope not. Um, so, yes, Shania is there. Now, who will be my second? Because, I mean, I love Alanis' music, but I think she'd be quite an annoying person to be stuck on an island. Oh, with. yeah, definitely. She'd just be like, isn't this really teaching us all to love our own well, selves? On the bright side, you are the only person in the world who believes that the lyrics from Ironic are in fact ironic. So she'd be... Uh, not too so She'd be delighted <laughs> to have found the one person who probably, like her, doesn't understand what irony is. <laughs> You're an idiot. And I would point you towards my um, exposition of why the lyrics are actually, in fact, ironic. Except, maybe ironically, the Oxford Words blog has been taken down. Impossible to say. Um, <laughs> it, um, isn't that just like rain on your wedding day? <laughs> the most ironic of rain all wedding instances. Day is not ironic. <laughs> the problem with that song, as I've said before, is that many of the things in the chorus are not <laughs> ironic. Most of the things in the verses are ironic. Right. People fixate on the chorus. Um, I would have picked Justin Trudeau for my second one until <laughs> his popularity. Oh, you only, for, you only go for the popular Canadian <laughs> Well, yes, that's the point of this. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, Justin, Justin, Justin. Hmm. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. He can come. Uh, he seems. Fun fact, Simon. Fun fact leading up to a really bad punchline. Um, really bad. Um, <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds actually has met a lot of uh, Canadians, uh, but not that's your me. other choice. Uh, uh, okay. I've not even worked out how to get the punchline. The punchline is never the twain shall meet, but I haven't figured out how to get there. So it's terrible. Um, and here's a little. Can you get a point, Colin, and tell me what Shania Twain's birth name is? Shania. No. Uh, Ryan. No. <laughs> Blake. Why are you just making things up? You don't. Mark. Uh, Mark Twain. Uh, Eileen. Uh, Eileen Lang is her real name. Eileen Lang. Both Shania and Twain were stage names. Hmm, Mark Twain. I'm sure, he's Twain as a stage name as well. You did. Not stage name, got real, anyone got the real name Twain? Maybe not. Right in. The reason I've chosen Ryan Reynolds is because he is very funny. And you know he's quite a strapping lad. He might be good at shimmying up trees oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Island. Although, um, I mean, he, he physically robust, certainly. But he's, yes. he, he strikes me as someone who cares a bit too much about his clothing to go shitting up trees. I think... Um, mm, we can just, I don't know, wear palm leaves or something he worries less about. Palm leaves, <laughs> all right. Palm leaves, <laughs> say them together. I'll be the sower. <laughs> I can't say <laughs> I'm, in none of the situations so far, even in the fictional animals, have I materially lent any advantage <laughs> to the people being stranded. No. Um, this is... Because uh, most of the ones you've suggested, and indeed me, but, um, I, but particularly the ones you've suggested, um, I can imagine the two people you've suggested would, would get on very well, um, but wouldn't necessarily yeah. want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ryan Reynolds would get on with me. But as much as you get on with Shania Twain? <laughs> I mean, probably not. But I, but I do feel like... Well, this is the thing. He's a bit too cool. And there is a, the line that I've talked about before. It's the Blunt Krasinski, Reynolds, Lively line. Yep. So, at one end, you've got Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, married actors. The other end, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, also married actors. All impossibly beautiful people. But I John feel Krasinski like... Beautiful. I, very, and I, I feel like she's kind of funny looking. <laughs> in the office, no. Subsequently, yes. Oh yeah, I mean, no, um, it's Jack Ryan days, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
and I just feel like I could hang out with Emily Blunt and and we'd have a laugh and it'd be great. And I feel like I'd just be like, bling lively and right, my mom's going to say cool and I can't go. I think the way, it, the way it would pan out is that you would start trying to explain the Blunt Krasinski <laughs> lively Reynolds line and they would just look quizzically at you. Is that all four of them you're saying this to about? No, I think, I think, I think John Krasinski and Emily Blunt would enjoy that line, whereas Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively would not, which is kind of your point. Uh, it is. And it's sort of similar to William and Kate to Harry and Meghan line. Something similar. Not le- that they're all impossibly beautiful. Le- le- less so in that case. But <laughs> yes, but that I could, I feel like I could talk to Kate and Will and I couldn't talk to Harry and Meghan. Although I do know that actually Michael J. Fox idolises Wayne Gretzky and they have played... Oh, really? Um, they have played ice hockey together in a sort of celebrity you match. You are f- frozen out. It's the guy who's just like, I love Back to the Future. It's like, everyone loves Back to the Future, brackets except your brother. <laughs> yeah, so, so basically um, I'll be doing that to Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox will see be... cosplaying be, lines be, from Back to the Future. Yeah, basically. Um... <laughs> Well, we're gone. We don't need roads, I'll be saying. And he'd be like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh. I think Shania will appreciate that I know the words to album tracks from old albums. <laughs> I guess. Or that'd be creepy. Because Ryan Reynolds probably knows Man, Man, I Feel Like a Woman, and that don't impress me much. That's, that might be it. And I'll be like, sweetheart, I know. I'll be like, well, leaving is the only way out. That's pretty album. good. Sure, she'd be like, what are you talking about? But then, because you liked that terrible film that Ryan Reynolds did with Sandra Bullock. I mean, narrow it down, but oh no, I did. I did the proposal. Like, so I think, proposal. and he won't believe that you liked it because no one liked that film. <laughs> so he'll think you're mocking him. There's a great line in Happy Endings, which you may recall, when Max starts dating someone. He says, we, "We've got loads in common. Love Ryan Reynolds, hate Ryan Reynolds movies." <laughs> like that is, I think, a way to describe all of us, everyone. Well, on that note, um, this seemed like a good finishing line. <laughs> <laughs> did it? Yes. Okay, cool, great. What 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 on that note, Colin? Uh, well, we've we've we're done here. We've done. We've hit the hour mark, which is always um, always the sign that we've we don't Sweet waste any more of this golden content until next time. <laughs> um, so, some some what have we been doing? Would you say? I think for this entire hour we have been putting, putting the win the win into twin. One of these days we'll get that um, <laughs> in line with each other. I doubt it. Bye.